radioinfluence.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Monday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. I can't roll my tongue, so that was interesting. I love it when people do that. I can't do it. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, lots of stuff to talk about today. Of course, because it's Monday. It was. How was your Mother's Day weekend? Good. Uh, overall, not good. Not because the mothers aren't beautiful, but I, uh, I had, I had, I just got really uh, leveled by tree pollen since. Oh. From Friday until Sunday morning. Yesterday was the first manageable day. Friday and Saturday, especially Friday night into Saturday, and then all of Saturday afternoon, I was in another world. I, I mean, I was using the Navage. I was using the the the, the, the pump sprays. I, I, I mean, quercetin, everything I could, but it I was crippled. We get that starting a lot earlier. It started super early this year. It started like early February for us, and it it's it covers the cars with like an inch of pollen like we're covered in it covered i know i know and you know what it's like i've never had these problems in my life but i mean maybe three or two out of the last three years or three out of the last four years there is one week in may where i am just head is in a vice last last year didn't happen i think it was because i was more consistent with the quercetin it's a it's a miracle uh component i've heard a lot about it lately in different capacities um i have a super cool um announcement frank okay did you ever see did you see the pandemic movie series with mickey willis yeah mm-hmm. so i am i am really excited and honored to announce that i will be hosting the red carpet premiere of pandemic three and out of texas um i will be sitting with dell big tree hosting the pre-show where they do their red carpet and everybody comes down and says hi and all of that stuff. It'll be June 3rd. You guys can all watch it online. I have two clips from the movie because this one is much, much different than the other the other two um, have been. So here's one. Here's one clip. Uh, you shifted from using the term mother to birthing people. Black birthing people. Black birthing people. Black and indigenous birthing people. Is the administration's official policy to replace the term woman with birthing people? I, I was a little taken back when I just read it and saw it, that it's that the term mother was gone in spots and it was replaced with birthing people. Again, if we're, if we're trying to be precise in, in the language that's used. Mom's a pretty good word. Everything that's worth living and dying for is under attack right now. This environment that has been created and corrupted and manipulated does not respect women, does not respect children, does not respect men. It cares nothing for family. If that is the society that we want to live in, then we need to see how crazy we are, really. The world is in the condition that it is in because of the disrespect of the woman. There's so much that we place around her because as we are also taught that when you teach a man you are teaching an individual. When you teach a woman, you are teaching a nation. Every prophet came from the womb of a woman. Every intelligent, strong, powerful man and woman came from the womb of a woman. So that's why they have to attack mother and remove father, because before you can get to her, you have to get through him. Every wise nation 
has security. And the man is supposed to be that security. Can a woman secure too? Of course. Are there female warriors? Absolutely. However, because of her value, because a whole nation comes out of her. So you must be protected. And the man having that essential position by nature. So someone who knows that about you will do their best to make sure you are removed because there is a standard of conditioning that has to take place. Man, woman, child. If I want to get to that, I have to remove your protector because he is watching to make sure that everything that goes on in this environment is safe and secure. That's why they have to attack masculinity because they know, damn, if there's real men around here, we can't really do what we want to do. And if there are real women, we for damn sure can't do what we want to do because she's going to protect that child. He's going to protect that woman and they both are going to protect society. How do you, there's a. This uh, is the latest phase. It's, it's this, this one is going to be, this one is different. This is, this, this movie is different. I'm very, very excited about this. I actually had it in, in my notes. Uh, I know it's coming up soon uh, to bring Mickey back on. Um, he's been on my show a few times. And actually I've known him since 2014. He directed a, a, um, a television show that, me and the band were on out there at YouTube, uh, the YouTube studios in California. And it was just really one of those crazy things where I just rem always remembered him. And suddenly, when I saw him at the helm of the first pandemic video, that was, uh, it, it's just incredible because he, he's had a pretty interesting political awakening journey. Yeah, I believe you had him on one show. It could have been in 2017. It was relatively recent in our time anyway. And he, he told his story of what happened to him. And I mean, first of all, how do you forget that man? I'm sorry, but he's, he's not somebody that you easily forget once you see him. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's just very magnetic, you know, and he's always always been very, um, very nice, very, like I said, just magnetic. Yeah. Great personality. Yeah. But um, for him to go from a, a you know, to, to, to have accompanied Bernie Sanders on the campaign trail to where he is now, it's, it's a it's a crazy journey. It, and um, yeah, I think he was in when the hell was that? I have it in my where's my. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, he he's this movie's going to be great. I'm really excited to be um, working with the High Wire team um, on this this I'll be there to see it but everybody can watch the movie online live I'll put it in the show notes all the information watch it we want like every single person to be with their eyes on this film um because it's going to be powerful and I wrote this piece for the high wire on Thursday um it came out of the Cleveland Clinic Frank you're not going to believe it but it's it's 100% true Cleveland Clinic more boosters more likely to get COVID-19 the Cleveland Clinic did a study of the effectiveness of the bivalent series of vaccines and they tested, they, they followed all of their employees. So it was a cohort of like 40 something thousand people, I believe, and they followed all of them and they couldn't believe what they saw that most of the people who didn't get the booster shots, they might have gotten the initial series and then not and, and or nothing at all. 
But from, and the, they say like the people that didn't get the boosters were more likely to not follow COVID restrictions, which is true, right? You don't get the booster shot. You're more likely not to be masking, not to be social distancing, basically saying, screw this. It's a virus. I'm going to do my thing. Whereas if you're one of the people who diligently went out and got every single booster stuck into your arm, you're more likely to follow authority, to mask all the time, to hide yourself away in a corner and not visit your family and friends. Well, the people that were more likely to follow and be zombies were also far more likely to get COVID. <laughs> Showing again what we've been saying for two years. Not only are these deadly, but they also have negative efficacy. They, are, they make it more likely that you will get sick. And so it was interesting that they, 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 had, no, they had no explanation for this other than some sort of immune issue caused by the vaccines that make you more susceptible to viruses. Do you remember the first show that we had uh, Geert Vandenbosch? Uh, his, his comments, yes. Right, where we were like, we don't want to believe this. This is something we don't want to believe is true. And it hasn't, to the extent that he had forecasted, happened yet, I don't think. I think his his forecast was way more devastating than has come to pass but what he forecasted has come to pass does that make sense yeah but michael pelka former um fill-in host for you know join the show while you were taking a break had um someone from the cleveland clinic on his show it's a his name is dr michael roizen he's the chief wellness officer at the wellness institute of the cleveland clinic and i want to play what he said and I love Michael Pelka and um, respect him very much. And so anything that I say is not a reflection on Mike, but more a reflection on his guest. So let's listen to what his guest had to say about from the Cleveland Clinic about the results of the Cleveland Clinic study. The um, vaccine and boosters that the Cleveland Clinic did this study. And there may be a, uh, a reason why you should not, why you should not take another booster shot at this point until you get to the bottom of things. And we'll do that in just a few minutes, Dr. Royson. First of all, I want to say, uh, talking about the website, Damn it. the research you track, they track back. This was a study. is good for you, here it is. Dr. Royson, while we're talking about the website, the research you sent me this week had a really interesting piece on internet use among seniors and how beneficial it can be. Yeah, that's correct. And it was internet, um, the internet, kind of two hours, third issue of the Journal of the American. You're probably trying to move quick. Might be a buffer against Alzheimer's link. I I, I had it um, queued up at the wrong place because I suck at it. And then followed the highest degree of slow wave sleep. Uh, the number one on your list was this poor Bear quality with diet. Bear with me. Stroll lower your blood pressure down. Who did the chief knowledge officer, which meant she was selling Bear with uh, me. more COVID cases. Here we go. And is is this a, a good reason for people to say, I'm not going to get any more boosters? Well, it's a good reason to delay it. So the key point is if you get, um, once you've gotten the third booster, the fourth booster seems to act like a allergy shot, which activates the immune system suppression of your immune of the other immune responses. Can we just stop there for a second? Did you hear that? Yeah. 
it acts as an immune system repressor of like an allergy shot. They don't want to say it decimates your immune system like HIV would. So they say it works like an allergy shot to stop your immune system from responding to other things. Like that, right when he said that, I was like, this guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Or he's, or he's, or he's. First of all, why would that be the preferable treatment plan? Why, what, in what situation would uh, suppressing immune function help us get through this infection? Zero, zero. And and that's, I, that's zero. I mean, I, I understand with, with the histamines and I know you want to be, you want to act like stop a body's overreaction to something. But the problem is that you want to be able to promote reaction from, of the, from the body to right. eliminate a virus. The, the whole point of a vaccine isn't to stop overreaction to something. It's to make it so that, like, like, here, wait. So it activates what's called a, a uh, fourth immune process that impedes the others. We think that by August that won't be true. We think, you know, this is me, um, not the official Cleveland Clinic physician, but this is my individual position, would be that you should delay getting the next booster until at least five minutes, five months after the last one, preferably a little longer, and that the booster that comes in August or September, and we'll go through that then, um, when the data come out, will be a very useful booster in preventing the winter spike that's expected. How do you have a brain say what you said less than two minutes previous about what this does to your immune system and then say, wait a little longer for your immune system to settle down and for it to, you know, just level out a little bit and then go ahead and go back and do it again. What brain are these people using? Where, where is this? Like I, if, oh, I'm so glad I wasn't doing that interview. Because he'd never come back. He'd never come back. Never again. There's more. I would, I would hold off on another booster until you, one, discuss it with your practitioner. And two is uh, don't get it in my mind until uh, August or September. And by the way, Michael, just to add one more thing. Yeah. If we've got time, we'll probably recommend a different vaccine type than has been common, meaning it may not be the mRNA vaccine that's recommended in the fall. So again, but we will keep people updated. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Don't worry, so stand by. Stand by because mRNA really doesn't work, but if you're gonna get the booster, get it six or so months after to protect yourself for the winter. But also, we may we may just scrap the mRNA technology. You cannot vaccinate a, against a virus. Just just you can't. God. So that column has a lot more information in it, and you can see find it at see the that that um that that old guy that uh, Mike is is um interviewing that old guy. That is like the that's the the men, the Twitter mentality that you get sucked into. Um. You'll 
you end up sending a snide remark to one of those idiots. And then all of a sudden you have 15 idiots coming in to back the first idiot up, liking the first idiot's tweets. And it's just you versus 19 idiots in about 15 minutes. And you realize I, I have to either just stop tweeting and look like I've been defeated or, or I have to stay here and talk to these mindless black hole morons all day and there's never going to be an end i have now put myself in purgatory now it's okay if people are stupid um it's just but when you when you're talking about a level of stupidity that has now become normalized in such uh influential positions as to be able to mandate or recommend treatments that have no benefit in administering them anymore or ever did to many many millions who will take their idiotic circular logic as as good that's a whole different that's a whole different story i mean it, it used to be easy to leave people to their stupid little mindless worlds when all that they were talking about and obsessing over was reality tv what what the what the nightly the primetime uh schedule on bravo channel was but but now it's different. It's different. We're, now we're talking about biology and chemistry, and it's this is quite depressing sometimes. Uh, agreed. Um, I have another. I had another clip from Plandemic for you, but I will um put it in the show notes for everybody. You can go to Plandemic Three Movie or Plandemic Three Movie on Twitter or Plandemic Movie on the web to see what's going on there. Um. I just wanted to remind everybody, as much as we agree with RFK Jr. on a lot of things, including and specifically surrounding Big Pharma and things like that, he's a Democrat um, because some people are forgetting that he's a Democrat. Um, he wants to end pharma ads on TV. I totally agree. Don't you? Uh, yes. Like, get rid of him. He wants to do it via executive order. That just won't work and that's not the way it's supposed to be done it's there's at, listen there's no there's no candidates out there that are really at, at this point he also wants to raise the debt ceiling he's that, a democrat yeah that's what i'm saying it, it don't ever express like bleeding heart love for anybody just just take what they say piecemeal and and go from there because yeah there's a lot of the, just people people are like people are are rightfully excited about his view on a lot of things because we all know that that's the right view because it's it's you know but you can't reform these institutions you no. have to you can't reform them you can't there's no reformation that will go on inside the NIH if you just get rid of the people that are, no mm -mm. and I'll I'll say this let's let's put him into a, a scenario where RFK somehow won the nomination for the Democrat Party and somehow became president. Um, if if he were to actually try to eliminate those bureaucracies and those agencies, if if that was his sticking point, if he wanted elimination, not reorganization, and he failed in doing so, then fine. You know, it, it, then then at least you're showing that this is a guy who understood what the real solution would be. And he, and he really did put his best foot forward. And he was 
rebuffed by that eternal immortal bureaucracy. But I mean, to go in with the standard of, oh, we have to try to reorganize, we need to reshuffle the deck. I said, no, the problem is that the deck is as big as it is. He he yeah. agreed. There's no way to do it. You can't reform it. Um, hey, by the way, also, he he's one of the only people that with a, a very large platform talking about how every, almost every single school shooter is on SSRI medication. Gigi in our on our team barrels this every single time. Finally, more people are starting to really start talking about the role of SSRI medication, especially in kids. RFK Jr. is talking about that too. Super important issue, but he's a Democrat. Just saying. He's a Democrat. So, and he also came out and said, there is no way on God's green earth that I will be Trump's VP. Which I think is stupid just from the standpoint of, even if you know that that is never a reality, um, I mean, you know, the Trump is another half of that equation too. I mean, he needs to even be open to wanting that even if you know that that's not a reality let people talk for another five months yeah you know just just at From least strategy wise ru- yeah just let it ruminate who cares just let people talk so i mean there's um, not a primary for another what when's the first primary i don't know it uh, has to be later later this year that no 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 no. primaries are next year yeah i thought you meant debates yeah but, primary start next I want to say 36 some weeks. It, it's, we got a while. Isn't it, isn't it late, late winter or is it in spring? Let's see. When is the first primary? Is it still the Iowa caucuses Alab- of the first? Summer 2024 state primary. Alabama is March 5th. Alabama's the first primary? No. Hold on. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing if Joe Biden started losing primaries, Democrat primaries, and he had to the he had to reverse course on going out and debating? He if that would be that would be. Something. If he cake, well, I mean, we know if he cakewalks through the primaries, I mean, we know that I, I, whatever, I, I don't trust any of these elections anyway. I don't, the hell's there to trust? Do it's you, all bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Do you want to hear something funny that I heard over the weekend before we what? move into the next? This is pretty funny. This is Neil Brennan. I don't know if you know him. Um, before we get into that real quick, just an update. Carrie Lake Carrie Lake had a hearing on Friday for her election case. Um, judge heard motions to move forward with a trial in the signature matching portion of things and also revisiting the 19-inch ballot on 20-inch paper argument. There's a lot that's come out there. If you guys want detailed details, I'll be on Emerald Robinson today to talk about it. But... Um, the attorney for Maricopa County, Frank, in that hearing literally said, signature matching is an art. One person will think that a signature matches. Another person will think it doesn't. It's an art form. So. So. 
basically mail-in ballots are like you don't know whether or not they're valid because it's an art right. form and it's subjective as to who this is what he's literally arguing in court as his, as that's incredible an art form is an art form i, I couldn't believe what i was hearing I, it's an art form and and so the first line signature verification people they aren't as trained of an artiste as the second and third line people are and I just, I just can't. It's I, that, okay. Jeez. Jeez. No, that's, that's a great, that's a great mindset going into, into future uh, state, local, national elections. These are the people being brought. If this is the, if this is the, the, the things that people are left with and testifying or justifications, if this is what we're left with just to justify what's going on, oh, it's, that's almost like saying that all of the spirit cooking was just, oh, it's just performative. It's, it's, it's just, just, it's just a, um, a representation. It's just a, an art show. It has nothing to do with anything. Um, some, a, a good friend of mine texted me and said the Democrats aren't having any primaries, but I don't know that that's true. Um, I have to look that up. What do you mean they're not having primaries? They were, they weren't going to have any primaries because Joe Biden is the nominee, but I think they are uh, actually having pri- the Democrat party on Saturday. This is February approved the reordering of its presidential primary, replacing Iowa with South Carolina in the leadoff spot. Okay. So I, 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 I'd have to find where they said that they're just not going to do... Because pro- remember, some states in 2020 didn't have primary for, for Trump. Like South Carolina didn't have a primary. I think so. Oh, yeah. I guess maybe. He's, in a, he's an incumbent and you... you I know. thought that the that he just... That, that there was just a, no, we're, we're not going to be debating. I, I thought that's up to... So the the DNC, you know, they're private organizations. We keep forgetting. Yeah, they are. It's it's not it's not like a uniform rule or whatever. They can do whatever the hell they want. So they're saying that there's not. So then, what is what what is uh, RFK doing? Well, that that's exactly. Or Marianne Williamson, Williamson that, right? Right. For that matter, what what are they doing? Are they? They're just going to be, are, are their names just going to be on the back? How are they running as Democrats if they can't primary as Democrats in all 50 states? I would have to look into this a little more and figure that out. They're just going to be write-ins? I, I think they can be on the ballot. But what you're, des- what you're describing is that there's not yeah, going there's to not be, a, be vote a vote at all. Right. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. That makes- That's a great, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. They still have to go through the process of nominating Biden, so I guess they're just going to all blanket. Not, I don't know. That's I. I don't know. I have to think about that. Figure it out. But from the um, art form of signature matching onto this amazing clip that I saw that really my sister showed it to me, Neil Brennan. How liberal are you? Okay, he is the one who helped write Chappelle's show. Here. There's a lot of little conundrums as a liberal, right? Like I live in Venice, California, in LA. Yeah, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of homeless people in Venice, but I'm from New York, so it's hard to take LA homeless people seriously. (laughs) 
It's like once you work with the best, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so one day I get home and I got a, an email, paper email, a letter, we'll call it. <laughs> and the letter says, we're gonna open a homeless shelter. And as a liberal, I'm like, that's great. And then I keep reading and it says, across the street from your house. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> It was like being on a game show, like, how liberal are you? Like, ah! I wrote a black TV show. Yeah, like, my neighbors, my neighbors want to protest and shit. I'm like, I'm not going to protest. I'm going to move, but I'm not going to move. How liberal are you would be a funny game show, by the way, wouldn't it? You're at an airport and a Muslim-looking man asks you to watch his luggage while he prays. How liberal are you? <laughs> Mine was, you're standing on the street and someone walks up to you and asks you to house a Syrian refugee. How uh -huh. liberal are you? Oh, I love, wait, I, who had done that? Mark Dice has definitely done things like that before. They'll show up with a clipboard and saying, we're, we're looking for people to take, uh, Syrian refugees, or he'll they'll, they'll, he'll pri uh, prime them with, should we take them? And then provides the clipboard. Well, we're looking for people to sign up to take them, and you should see the. I uh, I have no well, room. I I don't I don't have the room. I I, I can't. can't can't at this time. Mm -hmm. And you see some other people actually feel compelled to write it down, but you know that they are screaming inside. It's um. It's, it's pretty incredible how suicidal we are. Well, we're talking about, you know, in, in talking about um, the absolute crisis at the border right now, Texas actually has a strategy that they've employed that seems to be working. It's absolutely amazing. Do you want to hear what it is, Frank? What is it? They put troops down on the border with barbed wire, you know, huge barbed wire barricades and they stood there and they told all the Me all the all the immigrants f coming through Mexico don't come up here you're going to be injured or killed and they all left and went somewhere else and so they just now they're duplicating this strategy of protecting our southern border with our military amazing concept it's it's really something our National Guard is now going to be lining up all along the places where there isn't a wall and employing the same strategy, which seems to be a really good deterrent for some of the people who are trying to flood over here. It's amazing how how that actually works when you defend our border. Yeah. With actual defenses. Now, uh, lock down the southern border for at least a decade. Nobody comes in. I don't care how... how um how much merit it is at this point got to be locked down for 10 years and then we have to start doing a big clean out sorry i was always against the mass deportations but now it's necessary um you know they have um in chicago they have been bussing people up to chicago they're bussing people up to these cities where they are they're used to being without immigrants and they're these immigrants are replacing the people that live there in it with the things that they're used to having i i shared a clip um of of some of the residents in chicago losing their minds i'm gonna find it and play it real quick oh I'm yeah there a lot a lot of black chicago residents are feel like they are going to have their voices squelched out by the new 
this the by by the, the this is the the real this is what they want to put on the altar here you know black 12, 12 if you can get 12% or any portion of 12% of the population to become enraged easily manipulated and triggered and violent which is what the 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 welfare the education and the media complex has all been about in targeting black people and 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 really um uh, lessening their chances of having very successful outcomes in life. I mean, it's not because they're black. If you do to to any any group of people, what's been done to black people by way of government intervention yeah. over the course of generations, you're going to see really bad. Th- which is why you you can see how white population has been um, really hurt over the time. But there's either way, um, you have a a group of people that you have turned into your go-to cannon fodder for the color revolution. Whereas the people you really want to be able to bring in are those from third world countries that only know oppressive government that don't have any emotional hangups over here in the United States, other than who is going to give me something to survive on. So, you, you know, the, the, at this point, the black population in the eyes of government, I have to imagine they believe are just way too high maintenance, but but they're small enough. It's a small enough population to be able to just kind of like, you know, take out of the box when you need it and squelch them out otherwise. And this, as, as this, we know, they consistently vote for what we're about to watch over and right. over and over and over and over again. I mean, this is what they asked for when they voted. And they don't listen a lot. Well, some of them. I mean, and, and if we say some, it's still a lot of people because you're talking about, you know, I don't know how many out of twelve percent, maybe seven or eight percent that are just in the bag and don't question anything. Whenever somebody, even Donald Trump, says "vote for me," what do you have have to lose? Or when anybody else says, "This is only going to perpetuate your misery," you got to get away from these people. That they're, they're, you know, you keep talking about white supremacy. These are the these are the supremacists. Most white people don't care. Everybody just wants to be able to get on with their thing mm-hmm. um, and live so, their lives. And they don't. And, and when they don't listen, or they can't listen because of the way that they've been groomed their entire lives by government, then it's impossible to, to to show them the correlation between what you're probably about to play. Well, they they are basically being kicked, just like New York is kicking veterans out of hotels to display. Like homeless veterans are being removed from hotels in favor of illegal immigrants illegal aliens and that makes me sick to my stomach it's and somebody sent me the flyer for like the where they should re, like if you were a quote refugee you get this like it almost looks like a tourism marketer it's like this beautiful three color brochure about what about new york where newburgh this place that place here's your free accommodations where you can go and they're kicking our veterans out and thank goodness there are some agencies that are working to help these people find new places to live because this is getting disgusting. But that's basically what's happening in Chicago. Here we go. You know, the only thing worse than being the poorest community in America, you know, the one that gets all the Democrats' attention, is being the second poorest community in the nation. The one that used to get all the Democrats' attention. Inside South Shore International College Prep. Excuse me. 
Hundreds of residents gathered to hear from city leaders on a plan to move migrants to the old South Shore High School. I think what's important is that we really establish that this is a humanitarian crisis. And we're here. You're not supposed to interrupt. You're not supposed to interrupt. Members of Mayor Lightfoot's administration were supposed to give a presentation, but were interrupted by angry outbursts. If they think it's going to be the least of their, that's going to be the least of their problems, trying to get people to stop interrupting at the town halls. They have no clue. They have no clue how hard it's going to be to manage people. They have no clue how hard. And this, decided it, to. It's a, just wait, wait till you hear some of the comments. It, it almost made me like I rolled my eyes so hard. Their comments are valid. But again, this is what you asked for here. Move directly to residents questions. One being how many asylum seekers would be housed here. We are looking at a potential phased approach utilizing the first floor first only. What that means, you can fit up to, we'd start with 250, 500. They're losing their minds over 500 people. Go to Texas or Arizona for a day. Go live there. They have no clue. They have no idea. They have no clue. Come to Westchester, New York. I know they're, all, they're already they're already being busted in more, more, and yet, more. You have you have no clue. Pe- I, I we might we might as well we're, my town might as well be El Paso. Okay, so I, I'm I uh, I mean we we don't have. I've seen the the new footage of of what the streets down there in Texas look like with the uh, you know the the rags all over the place and people lying all over the street. We haven't gotten there yet, but man, we ha- our identity has been erased. It's been erased for over over a decade, well over a decade now. Two decades. I'm ticked off. You're doing this wrong. You're doing it wrong. 250 people? Give me a break. We have several home-based daycares. Who are they? Who are we going to be dealing with? I'm directly across the street. I have to fear for the children that I care for. I think it would be very fair for every homeless immigrant that you bring in that you scoop up one of the homeless individuals in our community. I think that would be fair. Oh, okay. About two miles or three miles or four miles down the road or whatever, there is a a once pretty prominent golf course and resort club called Arrowwood. It's on oh, Anderson yeah. Hill Road. It's yeah. right next to SUNY Purchase yep. um, College. And uh, I was actually talking about it yesterday with Lauren because we were discussing wedding shower, bridal showers and stuff. Um, what, what During her bridal shower in 2017, me, my father-in-law, and my nephew went to to Arrowwood just to have some lunch and stuff while all the ladies did their thing. I said, you know, it's it's uh, it's crazy. You can't even go to Arrowwood anymore for, you know, a, a round of golf or uh, anything. You can't host anything because it has been shut down for a couple of years now and turned primarily into a refugee camp. They're doing it all over the place, all over the place. I, it's uh... um and, and like I said, we have been screwed for a very long time. It's just that now the the, the lube is about to uh, 
is about to run out. Well, we're about to really start start feeling it. I'm just gonna say this: it all started the uproar in in the, those communities. It never would have been a thing if the governors of Florida and Texas didn't start showing the hypocrisy by taking the flood of people coming into their states and moving them elsewhere. Because once it becomes their problem, then all of a sudden people realize what's going on, right? So I think it was DeSantis first who sent people up to New York. They went to Martha's Vineyard just to say, hey, you guys deal with it. You want this to be the standard? Your problem now. We're not going to deal with this anymore. And a lot of immigrant illegal immigrants go to Florida. They do. The map, they took, they used the metadata, the cell phone data. Frank, I think it was Heritage Foundation just did this. And they tracked where the free Obama phones ended up that were given to the migrants. So they have the pings all over the country. I have to find that again. I'll try and find it for a Wednesday show. But it's pretty crazy where people are concentrating for the most part. Voluntarily. So it's. Um, I, I love what. And, and, you know, I understand. I understand people who are bitter in red states that see blue states complaining. They're like, yeah, uh, you know, or or get out of the cities or to hell with them and all that stuff. Uh, when the cities collapse, which they're at capacity, they are insolvent, if not for the welfare injections that they are getting from the federal government, which is all stolen and or borrowed from you. You cannot or borrowed. You cannot look at this and think that you are safe anywhere in the country. And, and maybe you'll be safe for your lifetime. But if you care about your grandchildren or your grandchildren's children, eventually, wherever you think is the, is going to be a, 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 a respite from all of this craziness is not going to be for too long. They're, they're coming everywhere. It's a, it's a, it's a problem. It's a, it's a big problem and it, it's just going to get worse. I had here a quick, I have to f fast forward through some of it because it's too long winded for us to play, but I just wanted to get this one message out it's a little off topic from what we were just talking about, but Comer was on Maria Bartiromo talking about the people that had come forward with the Biden information that we haven't heard anything about anywhere because it got over flooded with all kinds of other crap. But here, li listen to this. Outraged by the theft of intellectual property. But I want to get to something even more important potentially here, and that is this cover up. You have spoken with whistleblowers. You have spoken, you also spoke with an informant who gave you all of this information. Where is that informant today? Where are these whistleblowers? Well, unfortunately, uh, we can't track down the informant. Uh, we're hopeful that the informant is still there. The whistleblower knows the informant, the whistleblower is very credible. And all we're asking the FBI. So he says that, and then she, and they could, and he, he speaks for another like second, three minutes. Second, Congressman, did you just say that the whistleblower or the informant is now missing? Well, we we're hopeful that we can find the informant. Now, remember, these informants are are kind of in the the spy business. So uh, they don't make a habit of uh, being seen a lot or, or being high profile or anything like that. Uh, we have basic information. Okay, and now listen to this. We're in jail. With, we've identified nine, nine of the ten people. Uh, the, uh, Come on. Schemes, schemes as well as the Serbian national. Uh, the Nine of the ten people 
uh, that we've identified that have very good knowledge with respect to the Bidens, they're, they're one of three things, Maria. They're either currently in court, they're currently in jail, or they're currently missing. So nine of the 10 people that provided information to Congress that did the subpoena of Joe Biden and his family's bank records are either in jail, missing, or in prison. Tell me if this were the Trump administration, what the media would be doing with that information right now. I mean, well, during the Trump administration, it's funny because all the whistleblowers that came out against Trump, they were from the start missing. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's just from or, the start. Or they were, they were working always... for foreign governments. I mean, you know, like like Vinman, who still can't keep his trap shut. That dude. Because it, that, that is just the privilege that you get from working on that side. And it's not even a party thing. It's just it goes above. It exists above political parties all of the whistleblower nonsense that we had to deal with under those last few years of Donald Trump, uh, they were never known. They were always off the radar. So, um, yeah, they were at the the Ritz Carlton next to Dylan Mulvaney. That's where they were. Yeah. And we were supposed to think that that was, that was fine. It's normal. And it was, they were necessary precautions to keep people with vital information safe from a uh, a very violent movement of right wingers out there, they they needed to be kept safe, and uh, and that was that was normal. Speaking of which, um, Wendy wrote a column uh, for us on that what we talked about with the Department of Homeland Security and the um, and the targeting of conservatives by their peers. So if you guys wanted more details about that, homegrown American terrorists report those radicalized suburban moms. Make sure you don't skip a suburban mom while the Biden administration imprisons or kills. (laughs) Oh, goodness me, oh my. Um, I want to end on something a little lighter, potentially, for today. We had a lot of stuff we didn't get into. This comedian, Chrissy Mayer, was doing a show. um, I know Chrissy. She follows me. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Chrissy. Uh, Chrissy's from around here. We, she actually. Did, um. We. Me and her and her. Uh, her soon to be husband Frank. We go back a long way. She actually. Her first. Uh. Broadcast she was doing was at our first studio. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, she had a little incident over the weekend. I think. I noticed. Um. I have it pulled up here. Hold on. Had it pulled up here. Okay, here we go. Like, why has it been a year of girlhood and still no tits? That's that's day one, okay? If I'm transitioning to a dude, day one I'm getting a cock. And I just, I'm getting the biggest one you can find. Like, go into the back room, get me something black, okay? I have something to prove here. Why no tits for Dylan? I don't understand. Because he's a man. Because he's a man. Yeah, he can go tomorrow. Okay, they always look the same. Look at this one. Do you see her? I've seen it, yeah. Blue hair and a ponytail on top of her head like a weirdo. Let's just finish here. I, I don't even know why these people go to comedy clubs. 
Like, what, what did what did this group of hags think that they were going to do? That they're going to have a a, a a fun experience. I don't. I don't know. I don't they understand they why they even laugh. go. They can't laugh at anything. I mean, anything. You, you can't go to a comedy club and expect that. Here. I mean, I, I would even think twice about going to a comedy club these days, just because. I mean, maybe I. I don't know how many. I don't know the, the scene. If I knew the people on on the um, on the list, I was like, you know, on the bill. I said, okay, let's go. But um, you know, there's a lot of Colbert type of comics out there that try to. It just doesn't They've work. Dist- I know because it's not funny. Liberalism isn't funny. Right. It's not funny. It's only funny when you're mocking it. Here we go. Uh oh. Uh oh. We have one of those. I figured. No, it's all good. We can all have different beliefs. It's okay. Some of us can believe in reality and some of us can't. This is America. We can have different beliefs. It's all good. It's all good. Binary, we didn't have bisexual. We didn't have as many labels. It was just like, oh, you're not bisexual. You're just fun at parties. She's just a good time. Yeah, just like the real prince, and I've let in some people I shouldn't have. I've let in some people because they were real athletic. You know what I mean? I saw potential. I let in some people just because they were Puerto Rican. They can't all be white, right? You have to be, see yourself represented in the pamphlet, sir. You can't, right? Because you see yourself coming here. Fuck the transpo! Is that the best you can do? So they all leave. Shout out that she's a transphobe. And then she does she 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 gets them on the way here. So sad. Make sure no make sure she gets home safe. I don't want those women to get harpooned in the neck on their way to their cars. I'm worried about their safety. There's poachers out there. They're gonna want their tusks. <laughs> There's a little more, but we're at 9:30. I love the way she handled it. It's gone viral and um is that the best you can do? Basically called them all elephants, which... I yeah. I, like I said, why? maybe the wings were really good in this particular club. Uh, maybe they like a certain cocktail. But um, I don't know why they went there. They should have gone to like a, a an Applebee's. A drag or, show. Yeah, yeah that, that, that too. They could have brought their Did kids it? if they went to a drag show. I, mean, I know. It would have been child-friendly then. Yeah. So... Um, that's it for today. Um, I have a long list of things that we didn't get to, but that's okay. There's Wednesday too. You have been listening to the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 Eastern Time on Rumble, Getter, and also streaming on Twitter. And don't forget Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. on quitefrankly.tv or on Rumble. We'll be back here on Wednesday. Later. Later.